Hi, and welcome to Dope Shit My Therapist Says, a therapeutic wellness and lifestyle podcast providing relatable conversations and encourage our listeners to strive for self-growth, self-reflection, and self-love. We are two therapists who just want to keep it real. We provide a safe and honest space for those who need an extra dose of connection with a no-bullshit filter. We're your hosts, Ryan Gaddy and Lauren Factor, and we welcome you to our space. We're so happy to have you here. Now let's get to it. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode and the final episode of 2022 of Dope Shit My Therapist Says. We can't believe how fast the year went, or at least I can't believe how fast the year went. Ryan, do you feel like this year just flew by? Yeah, I feel like the past three years have flown by and I just can't even (laughs) keep track of it anymore. It's such a weird such a weird feeling lately, I feel like. It doesn't feel like there's a beginning and end to anything anymore. I don't know how you feel about that. That that actually makes sense. I feel like it just flows from one to the next. And maybe that's just part of like being an adult and being in a routine and just, I don't know, not a lot being shook up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I almost feel like it's kind of like a survival thing, not to get all like deep and dark, but because things have been Ooh. so tough yeah. lately in the world and society that it's like, you just kind of try to, I don't know. I really don't know, but it just feels weird. Like it doesn't really feel like it's almost Christmas or the holidays. It doesn't really feel like it's almost 2023. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're definitely going to talk about our favorite topic, which we do every year, which is goals and our thoughts on goals and the upcoming new year, etc. Yes. So as we were preparing for this episode, I realized I actually don't remember any of the goals that I set for this year other than uh, to get more involved in my career and to find a good man and a good partner. And both of those happened for me about, I would say, career career, honestly, just pretty recently, do I feel like it's really taken off and next year it's going to be even more so. And then um, meeting my boyfriend at the end of May. So almost like halfway through the year. And what's crazy is, so during the holidays, I always think about, okay, New Year's, but then my birthday, which is the lovely January 6th, which at one (laughs) point in life was just another January day now uh, (laughs) has a you know, bit of a negative connotation. Not for me though, because it's my birthday, but that this was the 30 year for both of us. And I don't know about you, Ryan, but I feel like 30 for me was one of the hardest years, but also one of the best. Yeah. I don't think it was definitely my hardest. It was hard turning 30 and it obviously didn't have a very good start. I don't know if any of you remember the episodes, but, um, my grandma died a few days, uh, like a week or so before my 30th birthday. And I had to fly to California for her funeral, um, and then fly back on my birthday for my birthday party. So it was definitely not a good start to 30. Uh, But I feel like this year I'm learning much more about how to just be comfortable being alone, be comfortable with being uncomfortable and be comfortable and confident in myself without kind of the validation from the external world. And I think I did a lot of work around that this year. So I'm pretty pleased with that. None of that was really in my goals for 2022, but I feel like that was where the majority of the work 
happened for me. That's great. I, I feel like it's just so important to learn how to be alone. And I think that's a really great topic. I'm sure we're going to cover that at some point again. I Did we cover that before? I'm not sure. I think we might have. I know I talked about it in our solo episode about like friendships changing because my friend right. was moving and now has officially moved away. Um, and so I talked about navigating like dating myself and like spending more time with myself because I also gave up dating over the summer. Um, so there's been a lot of just like me stepping away from patterns that I've been used to for many, many years of being single and finding friends, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll, you know, we'll cover that at some point too, but I don't know. I don't know that I want to focus as much since obviously I just shared that I I can't really remember (laughs) what my 2022 goals were, but I don't know for myself. I don't know that I want to focus so much on uh, like what the goals I had were and more of like what I want to do next year. So I don't know. What do you think, Ryan? Yeah. I think too, like us talking about, some of the things that come up with people creating goals and trying to attain goals and like where we've personally maybe seen like pitfalls and things that don't end up working well for us that we've been kind of taught to try. Yeah. Do you have any to start with? Yeah, I can think of a couple. I I think we've talked about this in some past episodes, but like when you're creating goals for your new year, like not making them so hard and fast, but creating mm-hmm. like openings up for growth versus like, um, you know, like I'm going to like find a boyfriend by the end of the year, or I'm going to, um, I think one of my goals this year was a pitfall for me was like, I wanted to buy a house and that didn't happen. So then when I look at it later, do I feel bad about myself? Like, Mm -hmm. how can you create goals that are a little bit more like, I think one of my other goals, for example, was like working on how I speak about myself to other people or how I speak about other people to other people, um, where that's like more of an area of growth versus like a hard and fast, like this has to be done black or white. So I think that's one area. And then the other one is um, for a long time, I was seeking out a lot of like self-help books and self-help podcasts and just like other ways where people were telling me how I should do it to get better and feel better. And although I don't think any of those things are bad, because obviously our podcast has some of that in it as well. I did find that I was reading a lot of like self-help books and feeling like I had to push harder and try harder and be better. And then I ended up feeling kind of like worse about myself or Mm -hmm. burnt out because I was like hustling to get to like whatever, you know, it was talking about. Absolutely. I, I feel like I struggle with this a lot, not so much about investing so much in self-help in general anymore, But just again, like living in Los Angeles, it's just walking all around you at all times, wellness. And I, I really want us to do an episode next, next uh, season, next year on like the price of wellness. I feel like that would be a really good one because we, we might've, I'm pretty sure we've mentioned it before, but like wellness trends are extremely privileged for the most part, especially in Los Angeles. And as much as I love massages and facials and all those are really great. And that's kind of like a little bit different that, you know, is self-care wellness, but, you know, like trying this Pilates class and Equinox and like all these expensive workouts when like 
going on a walk is just as effective and how a lot of times we feel influenced by that too. And so kind of like an offshoot of what you were saying with self-help, like, you know, I live in an area now that's actually really bougie. I'm not, I'm, I'm a little bougie, but like, I, I'm not roll, I'm not rolling in the dough yet. Uh, one day I'll be rolling in some dough, but I'm not, Um, you know, but of course, like there's still affordable housing in these pockets of LA, but it's kind of a trip when, you know, I go on my like daily walk now, I'm walking by Soul Cycle and Sugarfish, and I just see like Range Rovers and Lambos. And it's it's a little bit intimidating and frustrating to just like kind of be in that world a little bit. And then that's where the comparison comes in. So my self-help e stuff, I feel like kind of lies in the wellness space a little bit and just like my surrounding areas and trying not so hard to compare myself if I'm not there yet. Cause I think that when I like look at the goals that I want for next year, you know, I don't want to get too caught up in the things that, you know, I can't afford or just aren't meant for me yet. Yeah, no, I completely get that and agree with that. And I get caught up in a lot of that stuff too, of, you know, trying to be able to go out and do all these expensive workout stuff. And, you know, for, for me, it's a little different. We don't have quite as much of that stuff out here in Connecticut. And sometimes I wish we do because I love a good bar (laughs) class or like a soul cycle or whatever. And it'd be fun to be able to do that stuff. But yeah, I think getting really caught up too in like image clothing and, you know, the best way to be financially stable and the best way to clean your house and the best way. And it's like all this stuff, you know, especially on social media, I've pulled away a little bit from Instagram, but then I've got sucked into TikTok recently. That's, that's really started to be kind of hard sometimes too, because then I feel like I'm just getting sensory overload with all these people's opinions and things. And we're not meant for that. Like we weren't created to have all of these ideas and opinions and whatever thrown at us all the time. And then we're having to like shift through it and figure out what we actually like and believe, or if we're just being influenced, it's stressful. So I think that's definitely going to be a big goal for me next year is learning how to like stop engaging in so much of the sensory overload when it comes to, uh, social media, especially TikTok. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely a sucker for some TikTok videos and you know it's easy to get sucked in especially to TikTok but Instagram too and I think like the reason I brought up um like the offshoot of self-help slash wellness is because you know you're browsing like you're looking up maybe sometimes I look up psychology or wellness or you know certain topics and then you find someone who's like an influencer right and again they have the means triple amount of what i have to be able to invest in all of these wonderful products and things and subscriptions and you know that's the part that like i definitely feel like i want to work on not engaging with as much next year so i would say that's a goal for me as far as like um an offshoot of self help would be engaging less in content that really isn't suited for me even if i enjoy it because sometimes the things we enjoy can harm us too so as much as i love you know seeing how like a bougie influencer is super involved in all of these like cool things i go to the website I look for myself cuz you know it's all local to where i live and then I see that it's like $200 for a massage when like I just bought one off a Groupon for 50, you know, and like yeah. it's going to still give me, you know, a similar 
um, satisfying feeling. But I think that part of that kind of like, I think over, over the year, it's kind of like chipping at me. And then I kind of sit with it one day and I notice that like that, the content I'm consuming is actually part of the problem. Yeah. Uh, capitalism. <laughs> like, it's just yep. crazy. Like, I, <laughs> especially for me, because I can get easily sucked into like impulse buying. And I had done so well when I first moved to Connecticut with not doing that because I was a broke bitch girl. I was like, <laughs> I couldn't put gas in my car. Like it was probably the worst that it had ever been. Um, and so I got really good at like really asking myself if this was a need or if this was like an impulse buy because I was seeking comfort or whatever it was. Um, and now because I am making a little bit more money and working a shit ton, um, I've like kind of started to go back to where I was, where it's like, I see something I'm influenced and I'm just like, oh yeah, treat yourself. Right. And then at the end of the year, I'm like, what the hell? Like I bought all these like makeup products or I brought all this stuff and I'm like, did I actually need this cup? Did I actually need, you know, and it's just because you see it everywhere all the time and people are telling you how good it is and you're like it's so cute and but it's not necessary and so that's a huge goal for me this year too is like stepping back and really kind of just asking myself like is it necessary like is it really something I need or want or is this just something I'm craving because of wanting to fit in or wanting to connect or wanting to like Mm -hmm. boost my serotonin levels speaking of cup fake ad break right now. I want to show you this <laughs> cup I just got from Etsy. Oh, you can't even see it. It says, okay, it says my mental breakdown cup. It's like a tumbler <laughs> and it has stickers. like, it's, well, it's like um on the cup, but it's like, it's okay to have low energy days. It's okay to cry. I allow myself to feel my anxiety. And so it's like, speaking That's of cups, cute. I probably didn't need, but this one, it, it hits different. <laughs> it hits different. I need it. I need you know, I, I, I've been influenced with the whole Stanley cup thing and I have, mm. I haven't, I haven't bought one yet. I have held off. Are they, are they off. really expensive? I think they're like 30 or $40. Okay. What okay, is so great? Though. What is so great about them? I don't, that's the thing. I don't know. They've been around for a billion years. And then one day some influencer got a hold, you know what I mean? How it all starts. Yeah. And I was just talking to my friend about this, like total sidebar today, how I have a hydro flask when they were like all the rage. Right. Same, same. And my hydro flask, my ice melts by the time I get to work, which is like 30 minutes from putting ice in it to getting to work. And my Amazon, even though I shouldn't be shopping at Amazon, little simple, modern, water bottle that looks identical to it still has ice in it dang so it's like it's just a label it means it literally means nothing so right yeah I was gonna say like Marshall's my favorite store has amazing water bottles of all sizes that are super affordable and I have the one right here um, and it lasts forever. They don't, there's only one downside. It does not fit in my cup holder, but I feel mm-hmm. like not, no bottles do unless they're like the really thin ones, but Stanley does. Oh my gosh. We are not <laughs> Stanley. You want to sponsor us? <laughs> I don't think Stanley wants all this. They're like old school company and they're probably just like the fuck are all these influencers doing? I know, right. It's like, um, I feel like what's going to make a comeback, like Columbia sportswear or something like that. Uh, Columbia is, yeah, it's like out of Oregon or really popular in Oregon. And like, I bought a couple shirts from there and now I see it everywhere. I'm like, Hmm, we bring in back old trends here, huh? <laughs> oh, you West coasters in here. 
not needed cold weather clothes. <laughs> yeah. So what's I'm like, an, think. sorry, go ahead. I was going to say like, so what's another goal that you have for yourself next year? Um, so I've already started my list because I didn't really get through very much on my 2022 goals. So I'll read my 2022 goals first. Cause I, I feel like about like not getting through a lot of them first was buy a house. Cause I thought I would be able to do that. And then I was sadly mistaken, but that's okay. I've done work around my feelings on that. Um, one of my other ones was like working on being more in the moment because I am notorious as an Aries for like doing a thousand things at once and not really being in the moment with any of them. Like I will be like, just putting, it's also my ADHD, like putting away dishes and talking on the phone and like reading a book and just, you know, so that was one of them. And I feel like I did some work, but not a lot. Um, us wanting to have podcast growth. I feel like that was a, a goal we've had every year. And I don't think we didn't accomplish that, but we also kind of got a chance to try some stuff that we were hoping to try and then learned a little bit about that. Having more self-awareness around like negative comments I might make. I think I achieved that cutting back on how much I do saying no more often. I definitely achieved that travel. Yeah, I did that just not enough as, as much as I wanted and doing more outside of my comfort zone, which I definitely did by joining a kickball team. Yay. Kickball. Yay. And then this year so far on my list, I have, um, stop making negative comments about people in my life. So if I'm frustrated with somebody, I find myself kind of like getting stuck on shit talking them. And that's something that's newer for me. Like I was usually pretty good at not doing that. And I think it's kind of snuck back into my life recently. So I've been trying to analyze that. Like, is that a me thing I really need to work on? Or is it me allowing people in my life that are kind of bringing out the negative in me that Mm. I should Mm. try to like evaluate the types of people I'm letting in my life or it's a little bit of both. And that's one of my other goals is like, stop allowing, keeping people in my life that I don't feel like are supportive and benefiting my overall well-being. Um, and then working on saving more money because that's been a goal for a while. Yeah. Those last few goals, very relatable to me. I would say I want to continue with career growth and gaining more clients and um, my group, you know, growing that as well definitely finding a better balance. And and of course the podcast as well, finding a better balance between all three when, I I don't know, this is just something that I feel like is, there's no magic cure for this balance that I'm looking for. I think it's just going to come to me and I can try my best to incorporate things that I think will be good. But I I think this is just going to be really hard. You know, I'm a part-time worker mentality going full-time and I am mentally drained, not only from the job like that we have, but my group, <laughs> you know, and just like dealing with people who are really difficult to deal with as a second thing that I'm taking on that I don't have to do, but I choose to do and have made it part of a business at this point. And so just like navigating that and maybe saying no and being more assertive actually. So my saying no isn't so much about people in my life, but more of not people pleasing in my group. And I think that I worry about hurting anyone's feelings 
but at the same time, like there's so many women in there, like I can't please everybody. And I have to remember to just be really firm on things because if I can do it with people in my own life that I'm close to, I can do it with people I'm not close to. So I need to figure out like the balance there. So that's all like career stuff. I think 2023 is going to be a very big year for me, career-wise, relationship-wise. It's probably going to be a pretty big year. So we'll see what happens there. And then what else? Um, There was another one that you said, the last one you said. Oh, no, it was, sorry. Saving money. Saving money. That's a really good one because uh, my boyfriend has helped a lot with that. So I'm very grateful for that. But I, you know, impulse buying is something we actually both struggle with, um, but he's better at returning the items. I'm better at keeping them. So (laughs) (laughs) um, just like things we don't really need. Um, But no, the one that I was going to comment on was the bad mouthing people Um, recently just kind of been involved in some like friend drama and it's been really bizarre to me and really off-putting and out of left field. So I've kind of been navigating that the last few weeks. And I think now that it's kind of blown over, I'm just thinking about like not gossiping about other people. Um, So one of my friends and I, we were talking about it. It's like, you know, when someone tells you like, Hey, like blah, blah, blah about this person, but don't tell anyone that that just does not suit my life anymore it's different when you're sharing your own secrets like hey ryan like this is what's going on in my life don't tell anyone right that's different but if i'm like hey ryan like this person absolutely sucks don't tell anyone now you're holding on to a secret and it feels toxic because it is and i don't like that and so i was talking with one of my friends that i was involved in this situation with And we both agreed, like, it's just not appropriate um, at our maturity level, at our age, at our growth to even engage in anyone talking shit about anybody else that then it has to be a secret. Like, I don't want to hold someone's dirty secret. Right. And then what do you do with that? So I definitely want to cut that shit out. So those are my goals. (laughs) Agreed. I had a thought and now it's gone. (laughs) Oh yeah. I think I have the same watch band as you. Oh my God. uh, This one. Yeah. I have the exact same one. I'm not wearing it right now because I just got a new watch, but um, Uh, yeah, I have the same one and I I love it. Me too. I'm uh, new to the Apple watch family. I got this as an early birthday present from my boyfriend and I went to a cycling class today and it was so exciting to watch the progress in the class and just like close my rings, you know, it's the best mm-hmm. feeling. <laughs> it is. I really love it. I just got a new one. Cause I had the, th- the three for a long time and it wasn't super accurate. And this one has EKG and I've been um, having issues with my heart le- recently. So it's nice to be able to like, kind of yeah. see by myself, like where I'm at and what that looks like. If it's as big of a deal as it feels like, if I'm actually having an issue. So it's been nice to be able to track that and then be able to sh- show my doctor eventually um, on my little charts. Um, yeah. So one thing that Lauren and I do usually every year is we do like a tarot spread for the year ahead. And then we do like a theme. And I think last year, I thought I did it this year, but I guess I did it last year. I, I did like a, a focus word too. Um, but I guess I didn't do that this year. So I'm curious if you looked over your tarot spread, if you feel like any of the months were 
accurate or, or not. Okay. So yeah, I, I really, to be honest, I have not really been into tarot much the last like handful of months and I haven't been looking even at my monthly pulls, but overall my 2022 card was the seven of pentacles. And so the keywords of that one is harvest rewards, results, growth, progress, perseverance, patience, and planning. Feel like that's very accurate to my life. I think this is overall just a really positive card, and mine was also upright. Um, but it says the Seven of Pentacles is also related to fear of failure. You do not know whether you're going to reap fruit from your hard work. It could also signify frustration when there is a delay. And I feel like for me, that's how I felt mostly with my group and also with work because I just get really frustrated when you know, clients cancel and, you know, I just never know, like, am I going to make more this month than last month? And what does that look like? And then with my group, you know, it's now a business, it's a couple months old, but I'm like, do people even care? Like, is this just going to like totally bomb? But like, that's part of the risk that you take in life. And so I think that that was a good card for me. Yeah, that is good. I like that one. Sometimes I feel like my cards are not spot on based on like where I'm at when I do it, like if I'm not focused and stuff. But my overall theme was the nine of swords, which the uh, themes are worry, anxiety, and shame. Um, the suit of swords tends to be about like struggles and trials and tribulations. Um, I deal with anxiety regularly. So like that's not too much of a surprise, but I guess that also this would make sense this year because I really was like reevaluating like my living situation and what I was going to do, where I was going to go, what I wanted to do with my career. And so I feel like this year has been a lot about like what comes next for me while simultaneously also trying to sit with where I'm at and not try to push myself to the next level because I tend to always work, see, think about what's coming next instead of just being happy of where I'm at. So this year I did both. Like I stressed about what's coming next, but also reminded myself that it's going to come when it comes. So I applied to a bunch of new jobs this year and got denied by all of them, including one today. Uh-huh. Um, but I think that's just a sign that I'm not on the right path with what I'm doing, like what I'm applying for, which is fine. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, considering like, do I want to stay here in Connecticut? Do I want to try living somewhere else? Do I want to buy a house? Do I want to continue renting? Like, there's just a lot of questions about like what comes next. And because I don't have a partner, like I feel the extra stress um, on myself because it has to be all on me to do and achieve and like handle on my own. So I think that maybe this card was correct, that there was a lot of worry and anxiety about like what's coming next for me. Yeah. And, you know, remembering that like it's 365 days, we are not going to remember every day and every moment. So, I mean, there's a lot to this year. And um, I think that this year was overall for me, it was really good. I think that so many amazing milestones happened for me and next year is going to be a big one. And then the year after that, and it's just going to keep going as we, you know, trek through our thirties and, um, I'm excited. I'm excited for next year. Yeah, me too. I think there's going to be more changes coming for me and hopefully they were all, they're all good things and lead me to a good spot. And I just always try to just trust the process of life and excuse me, the universe and all of that. So, you know, sometimes like with goals overall, the messages, like 
set goals that are more so about how you want to feel and how you want to put energy out into the world and not so much setting yourself up for this like tight timeline because I'm super guilty of doing that and that just leads you to feel really down on yourself um and your goals don't have to look like anybody else's goals they don't even have to be called goals you know they can just be a focus or a manifestation or a message or a you know whatever and I also believe in vague or broad goals too I think that like when I speak with a lot of my clients, a big one is like, I want to exercise more. And I just hate the word exercise. I just do not like it. Um, For some reason, it's a little bit triggering for me because I'm not the biggest fan of working out, but I do enjoy it. And so when I tell my clients is like, put, move your body, you can move your body however you want. You can go on a walk, you can jump up and down, like do something to kind of get you know, your blood pumping. And that's what I do. You know, I, I didn't tell myself, especially when I got the Apple watch, like, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to try to close my rings every day. And today I closed it by a cycling class, but tomorrow I know I'll go on a walk and that's how I'll close it. And it makes me feel good, but I'm not saying, you know, work out five to six times a week exercise. Cause that's, I think where a lot of people get stuck when they look back and they're like, I didn't do any of this, but it's like, no, like you did like the more vague your goals are, you know, move your body, um, you know, travel more. It's not saying, you know, travel to a new country, travel more. You went, you know, a couple times this year, you've traveled more than last year, you know, so make it easy on yourself to not feel pressured by your own goals. I definitely feel like that helps. And then you can kind of reflect on it. Like, oh, you know, like I put like, I put step outside my comfort zone more because that can be something that for other people think I'm good at it, but there's a lot of areas where I'm like live in fear of doing certain things. And so, you know, I feel like I did a really good job this year. I'm also going on like a mm, local cabin trip with my kickball team. And that terrifies me. I've been afraid of sleepovers my whole life. Like I don't like being at other people's houses and sleeping. Uh, so that's another thing. I'm just pushing myself for outside of my comfort zone. So stuff like that. Like you can look through your like year and say like, no, I tried this or I, I was nervous about this, but I did it anyways, and et cetera. I think that's a really great way to end, end the year. Really great um, start to thinking of the new year. And in the new year, we are going to start with seasons. And I don't know, Ryan, if you want to kind of share a little bit about why we're doing that, what they look like, et cetera. Yeah. So, um, you know, Lauren and I took kind of a step back from all of this this year, just because we needed it and it was, it was getting tough to balance everything. So we're going to try something sort of new, but it'll still look sort of similar to what we're doing now, which is, um, we're going to be releasing episodes for like two to three months, depending, um, and then have like a month off and then go back again to, to kind of releasing more episodes every other week again. Um, and so hopefully that'll give us some more time in between to, you know, plan and take a breather and reevaluate and all of that stuff. So, uh, we hope that that works and we'd love to hear from you guys. If you're not already following us on Instagram, it's dope SHT therapy pod. You can reach out to us, tell us your thoughts. Um, and we would love to hear it. Yes. And we wish you happy holidays. Um, When this episode comes out, Christmas and Hanukkah will be over. It actually releases, I think, on Kwanzaa. So if you celebrate Kwanzaa, happy Kwanzaa. Um, And we'll see you next year. Yeah, 2023.
All right. Take care, everyone. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. And if you feel called to rate and review and share with the people in your life you think would like us too. For more info on this episode, check out the show notes. And as always, you can find us on Instagram at dopeshttherapypod and via email at dopeshttherapypod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and check back soon for more episodes.